Hey guys, welcome back to Mindset Managed. Today I'm talking about a few different topics really, but mostly how our world has developed so much that they're I'm making things easier, but not necessarily making things better. And how does that make us feel? How does it make us react? Is it good for us? This isn't going to be too in-depth, it's going to be more of a general idea. But I want it to be something that you think about because I don't think that I have a solid idea about this yet. It's just something that I keep thinking about. And a few times recently, I've said this to my partner, I've said it to my brother, I've said it to my mum, that a lot of things are developed and changed and made new to be easier for us, to make things easier for us. But I would argue that those things that are made to be easier aren't always made to be better or aren't necessarily better for us in the long run. So, for example, I was thinking about what would I do if online shopping didn't exist? How would I shop? Obviously, I would have to go to a physical shop. And then it made me think, so what would I actually bother to go and make the effort to buy? right? Because if you think about Amazon or any online shop, it makes it so easy for us to get anything that we want from toilet paper to a microwave to flowers to a dog collar to a coffee table, whatever it is that you need, you can literally find it online, get it ordered and shipped to your house, to your door within a few days, sometimes within the same day. That's how crazy and convenient um, Amazon has become. And that's all well and good. And obviously, as a long time user, avid user of Amazon, I can't argue that it's bad or that I can't get preachy and say that it's bad. It's not bad. It's very easy. It's very convenient. And of course, we can say, you know, people who are able bodied, it's it's easy for us. Um, But obviously, people who are disabled, it's literally something that can change their lives. They need to be able to have access to these kinds of things because maybe they can't get out as much as us as freely and easily as us. Right. So from that perspective, very good, very important. But at the same time, do we waste money? Do we waste money? Do we buy things? Do we give into this consumerist culture? Because spending money is so damn easy now, right? Like I say, whatever I want, I can go and buy it. I don't even have to think about it. It can take me two seconds and I've, I've bought it and it will come out of my bank account within two seconds, like I say, and end up at my door the next day. That is very convenient, very useful, very cool. But at the same time, it's kind of dangerous. Because think about it, if it was something that you wanted but didn't necessarily need, then perhaps you wouldn't even bother to buy it if you were never able to just simply click a button online. If there was something that I wanted, um, I can't think of something right now. Um, (laughs) Say I wanted to buy a new hairband or something. Again, something I've bought recently. (laughs) Very easy. I could click a button on Amazon, on New Look, on ASOS, whatever it is, and buy this item and it can come to my door for me. But do I need this enough? Do I want this enough? Is it an interest of mine enough to hop in the car or hop on the bus or walk around the corner to a shop to look for it? Would I give over physical cash, actual money to buy those things? A lot of the times, if you were really honest, you'd probably say no. A lot of the things that you buy so so willy-nilly online are things that you wouldn't bother to make the effort to buy or give over physical money for in the shop. 
And I think that's a really interesting thing for all of us to consider, for all of us to be aware of. Like I've said recently in one of my podcast episodes, we just need this awareness, this conscious thought, the mindfulness when it comes to spending money, when it comes to the things that we're doing so freely, so easily nowadays. Again, yes, the world is very convenient. It's very easy. It's so great that you can pay using your phone. It's so convenient because you might have left your your purse or your wallet at home, of course. But again, is it too easy? Is it taking away that thought process, which might be really important for us to be able to be more intentional about our actions, to be more intentional about our decisions, to ask ourselves how important something is for us to make the effort to do the thing. But when it's so easy, we do it without that thought process. And that can be problematic, even toxic for some people. And I was thinking about this also in terms of like social media. I'm not saying social media in a bad way, but I'm trying to say like social media is kind of a window into other people's lives, right? So I know a lot about what my my nephew is doing, my brother and his wife are doing because of social media. I can see it all the time online. I can see what he's doing. I can see the jokes that she's saying online. I can see that quite easily. Uh, the same goes for my sister and her fire service um, training. The same goes with my mom on Facebook, um, my friends from school, people who I don't even speak to anymore, who I don't even know anymore. You can look into their lives if you want to. It's so easy to do that. But I ask you, is that a good thing? Because think about it again, you have to ask yourself, would you make that conscious effort? Would you go out of your way to ask those people, hi, how are you? What you're doing? What are you up to? Oh, let's catch up. Let's go for a coffee. Would you see them face to face? Would you have an hour long phone call? And if not, why is it important? Why is it necessary for you to have a window into their lives at all? You should probably just turn off the phone, unsubscribe or unfollow, whatever it is, to not look in that person's life because that person clearly doesn't actually have a role in your life. They have this kind of fake, false role. And yes, of course, I might be overthinking this and it's just interesting It's and it's kind of a way of staying connected without being connected. I totally get that. But then on the other side, what about the people who are important? So of course, like I say, my brother, his wife, my sister my nephew, they're all really important people. But social media can give us a false sense of connection. It can give us a false sense of communication. We can believe, oh yeah, I totally know what's going on in my sibling's life because I've seen it. But you don't actually know. You're not actually spending quality time. You're not actually connecting on a real level. You're not spending time with them. You're not putting in that effort. And that's not good. We can be in a false sense of security, a false sense of comfort, thinking that our relationships are good because we know what's going on with them. But of course, we all need to appreciate that online is just a persona. It's just a snapshot highlight reel of what's going on in someone's life. I mean, what I've got online is not all of what's going on with me. It's not everything I feel, everything I've been through. I definitely haven't put anything to do with my hard week that I've just had online at all. It wasn't just a hard week. It was a crazy weird week. Loads of random weird stuff happened. Um, And so it was a lot of chaos at work. And I didn't put any of that online. So people might go on my online and see one post and be like, oh, she's doing some writing this week. That's nice. And that's it. But is that an accurate representation of what I'm feeling, what I'm doing? No, it's not. And the same will be true for anybody else that you see online. Even the people who are posting every 
five minutes, that still won't be 100% the truth of who they are and what they're experiencing. So again, social media has made it easier for us to stay connected to people, but has it made it better? Is the connection better? I would argue no. And this could go into a lot of different things. I don't want this podcast episode to be too long or too complex because I just want to kind of plant this seed in your head and get you to think about it throughout the rest of the week. But you can you can adapt this to a lot of different things. A lot of things like, I don't know, cars, for example, this is a bit of a weird idea, but cars, for example, they're being made to be so much more high tech now that they drive themselves. <laughs> and I'm reading a man called Over, I think it's that's how you pronounce it, Over, um, a, a book about a grumpy old man. And he talks about how, you know, this isn't a good thing because people have forgotten how to do the simple things. People have forgotten how to put in the effort to be able to do things on their own. And I think I spoke about this in a, in a podcast episode about technology anyway, that a lot of technology is making us be too dependent on that technology so say if it becomes completely normal for cars to drive themselves you're going to have a generation of people who don't know how to drive a car say that car breaks down or something um will they be able to get the car rolling would they be able to operate the car i would assume not because maybe something as simple as a driver's license as passing a driving test learning how to drive isn't the norm anymore and that's just really odd in my head. As much as a um, automatic car is very easy, it's very cool. I like it. We have one. I haven't actually drove one myself, but my partner drives us in one. I really love it. And that's kind of like the fullest extent that I could appreciate it. But like a self-driving car that always drives itself seems odd to me. And it kind of takes away that control that we have over operating our own lives. Like driving somewhere might seem arduous, might seem boring, but at the same time, that's an important skill to have. It's an important thing to be able to do by yourself. Um, And for example, like at school, the kids, they argue with me sometimes, like, what's the point in reading? What's the point in learning maths? Because Google can just help me. And that is a really toxic, toxic, scary thing for a child to say, that they can't be bothered to learn. They don't see the point in learning because they know how easy it is in life now to Google something and it will do it for you. It will give you the answer. And a girl even said to me, I don't have to learn to read because I can get a book to read for me. Like someone will read the book to me. And she's not wrong. <laughs> Sadly, she's not wrong. There are a lot of audiobooks either on YouTube or on things like Audible or different websites that will read a book to you. So her argument is, what's the point of me learning how to read? I think that advancements in technology are very good and very important and it's inclusive like I say what if you've got somebody who genuinely can't learn to read then that's a beautiful thing for them to have the tool to have a book read to them so they can still experience stories they can still still learn things right but at the same time on the flip side you've got a generation of people who can't be bothered to learn a very basic skill because they know that the world is so easy for them now that they don't have to So I'll leave the podcast episode there, I think. I just wanted to plant this seed. I really wanted you to think about the different things that we rely on. Um, Are we too dependent on how easy things are, on things like technology helping us to make life so easy, um, to make things so convenient, and how good that is? Is that a good thing? Should we keep going in that direction, or should we take a step back as developers, as 
as innovators, as um, artists, as creators, as whoever, and think about, are we making things better or are we making things easier? Yes, things can be better and easier, but sometimes they're only one or the other. And I would argue that we need to be careful with the things that are only easier and not better. And what the repercussions could be, um, it might not have a massive repercussion on you and your personal life, but what about, like I say, your child's life? The world that they're growing up in, how convenient and easy is it that they become like mindless they don't have to think anymore because there's a phone thinking for them there's a car driving for them there's a delivery man bringing it to their door or a robot like drone dropping it at their door I don't even know what the future is going to be but is the world going to be so automated so easy so robotic that we become mindless we don't have anything to do anymore we don't use our brains we don't trust ourselves we don't learn things anymore because technology would do it for us that seems dangerous to me that seems scary and I would always say it's important to be able to trust yourself to have life skills to have like the ability to read if you if you can obviously um all these different things to be able to know that you can do it that you don't need to rely on anything or anyone else that you can do it yourself that gives you a sense of power and i would always say having power within your hands is is beautiful and it c- encourages independence and strength and yes not everything's easy when you're doing it yourself and yes it can be long and whatever but at the same time, like I say, that sense of power is is beautiful. It gives you confidence. Yeah, I will always want that within myself rather than thinking that I can't do anything. I need to get Google to do it for me. I'll just leave you with this image in here. I don't know if you've watched the film Wally. Wally. Um, it's a Pixar film about the little robot who's left um, on Earth by himself. Um, think about all the people on the Axiom, all the people from Earth who went up in the spaceships um, to the Axiom, Um, those people were almost soulless, right? They were just sitting on these machines, going around, eating food, getting fat, watching TV, having everything done for them. And that's because they didn't need to do it themselves anymore. And I would hate for that to be the direction that we go in. I want that to be kind of like, a cautionary tale <laughs> something that we look at and be like oh right yeah maybe we shouldn't keep making things easier all the time maybe we actually have a society that's pretty darn easy anyway and maybe this is the pinnacle maybe this is where we need to stop stop making things easier and just stay at this point don't go too far don't get too cocky <laughs> and go too far and make things better yeah keep making things better keep making things more inclusive more beautiful um making things easier for people who do have disabilities um, of any kind, all those things, of course. But always ask yourself, are you making it better or are you making it easier? And what are the repercussions of that in the future? All right, guys, thank you for listening. I'll speak to you next week. Take care. Bye.